What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning in to Dig Straight Down, I want to give you a very warm welcome here. This is a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or they're updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. If either of those things are interesting to you at all, you are in the right place. And before we get started with the episode, I do want to say real quick, um, there is construction happening like right outside my window. (laughs) And so if you hear weird noises in the background, that's what it is. People have decided that it's a good day to, you know, do some roofing work. And you know what? I can't blame them. It's really nice outside, nice and warm. So uh, more power to them. But we're just going to have to, we're going to have to grit our teeth and bear through any weird noises in the background. Um, So guys, I hope that y'all are doing well. And you know what we're going to do to start off this episode. We're going to get right into the Q&A segment. This is the segment in which I like to put the spotlight on you guys, the listeners, the loyal community around this podcast, and uh, I like to shine the spotlight on your creativity and your imagination and your ideas and thoughts about Minecraft. A few episodes ago, I said two of the most recent additions to Armor Enchantments are Soul Speed and Swift Sneak, and then I asked which one is best and why. So for those of you who don't know, Soul Speed is an enchantment that you can put on your uh, on your boots in Minecraft, and it allows you to go uh, quickly on, um, on it, it allows you to walk and run quickly on Soul Sand as opposed to being slowed down by Soul Sand, which is usually what happens. And Swift Sneak is an enchantment you can put on your leggings, and it allows you to um, go, it allows you to move faster even while crouching. You don't necessarily move as fast as you do while you walk, but it does allow you to speed up a little bit even while crouching, because otherwise crouching would make you go very slowly. So which one is best and why? You guys had a lot to say on this. Omega Godzilla said, I would say that Swift Sneak is better. It has more versatility and can be used in multiple use cases. However, Soul Speed only works on Soul Sand, which only exists in the Nether good point. The Legender says definitely Swift Sneak. It makes building big platforms for like farms and stuff so much easier. Minecraft was my idea said I would have to pick Soul Speed. It makes exploring the nether easier, but you can actually use Dolphin's Grace and Soul Speed 3 to create an extremely fast highway that can get you thousands of blocks in just near moments. On top of that, it is faster than the fastest mode of transport, Elytra. Credit to Ethos Credit to Ethos Lab for finding out about the Soul Speed Highway. And yeah, I've seen these highways before and they are pretty amazing if you're able to build them. Um, they do take a lot to build because you I mean you want them to be quite lengthy, but even a little pathway is often uh quite uh fun to use. And uh yeah, anything that makes Elytra Um, Anything that can compete against Elytra is a huge win in my book, so that's a great thought. James says, Swift Sneak. While difficult to achieve, it allows me to build faster. No more waiting several seconds to get across a meter of block in order to place another meter of block. Great point. Swift Swift Sneak is very good for that. Miles said, Soul Speed. It is useful to get away from my preferred method of demolition. 
spawning 20 withers. <laughs> it sounds like you like to have fun in Minecraft. <laughs> Anna says soul speed because now I can go through the soul sand wastes much faster than before. Brennan says swift sneak because you can be so fast and not fall off of cliffs. And finally, this person likes chickens forever says swift sneak. I like that it has a good use that you can sneak around people's bases faster and steal their stuff. No, don't do that. I also like the way it contributes to lore in the ancient city. Yes, uh, that last point is really, really good because uh, swift sneak, um, it, it seems to... Uh, play into the story of the warden. Obviously, you don't want to trigger the warden, and one of the ways you can avoid doing that is by crouching and sneaking around. If you have swift sneak, obviously, this is much better, so it fits right into the lore of the ancient city and uh, helps you avoid awakening the dreaded warden, probably the scariest mob in all of Minecraft. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, thank you so much, guys, for these ideas and for these thoughts. Uh, and if you want your thoughts to be read out on an upcoming episode, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, or you can just go to Discord and uh, get, leave me your thoughts there, and I will do my best to read out as many of those as I can in a future episode. And if you're wondering about how to get on the Discord, the link is in the description. All you have to do is follow the link to start chatting away with people in the community around this podcast, people who listen to the podcast and like to play Minecraft. There's a lot of fun discussions being had over there right now. A lot of people collaborating on ideas for the Q&A segment as well as the One Block Challenge. And speaking of the One Block Challenge, this is the last day to submit your idea for this week's challenge and the theme is speed. If you need a refresher on the details, the details are in the description of this episode. So uh, go down there and check them out if you need to a reminder of how this works. Well, with that all being said, let's move on to the main discussion of this episode. And because this is a Wednesday episode, I am uh, expanding on the current um, update that I am imagining for Minecraft right now. And this is a food update. Wednesday episodes are episodes that I like to dedicate to fleshing out an idea for an entire update to Minecraft. And so we're doing food. Um, last Wednesday, I had to do a rerun episode. I hope you guys enjoyed that, but I was just not able to sit down and record Wednesday's episode. Just things got crazy in my life. Um, so this is finally picking up from where I left off two weeks ago. Um, if you need a reminder of what I was talking about, you can go back two weeks ago and listen to that podcast episode, or I can just remind you about what we're talking about. So obviously the food system in Minecraft is widely recognized as being a little bit ridiculous. Um, it really desperately needs to change. And why does the food system need to change? Here's why the food system needs to change. Um, so what does food do in Minecraft? Food restores hunger and saturation points. It's a very simple mechanic. But for such a simple job, there is a crazy amount of food in the game. There are so many things that you can actually consume 
in the game. Some of this food is easy to get and some of this food is difficult. Um, there obviously are better food sources than others, but they don't correlate to how easy or difficult they are to get necessarily. Some of the really easy food to get in Minecraft is actually quite good. I'm thinking about cooked beef, for instance, is quite a good food source. Um, it does a lot of uh, refilling of your saturation and your hunger bar, um, as opposed to something, oh, say, like... Um, I'm not sure. I, I have to look at the values again, but I feel like at least a comparable food source is pumpkin pie. And pumpkin pie is a lot harder to get than cooked beef, but it seems to be about comparable as far as uh, how much hunger it refills. So is it better? Uh, not that much better if it is better at all, but it's definitely harder to get. So there seems to be a discrepancy between the difficulty it takes to the, the amount of effort it takes to get a certain food and how good that food is to begin with. So that's what we're trying to solve here. Uh, once a player gets a good source of beef or some other decent food, there really is no use for the player to get other food sources. And there's definitely no incentive, incentive to get the better food sources in the game, such as golden carrots. And the end result of this issue is that the food system is trying to solve a very simple problem, which is just hunger, with too many options that have no logical progression from worst to best food. So that's the issue. That's what we're trying to fix here with this um, with this uh, new update that we're coming up with. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So ideally, that's what a good system would give us. A logical progression from basic inefficient food to advanced, complex, and powerful food that still involves basic foods. I don't want to leave any food sources behind in the early game. I want a carrot to be just as relevant in the end game as it is in the beginning of the game. And that goes for apples and that goes for sweet berries. I want those foods to follow you throughout your game progression and never become irrelevant. I feel like that's really what's missing in some of these systems in Minecraft is that we have these features that Really, if it, even if they are relevant at some point, they quickly become irrelevant because they're completely replaced by something else in the game uh, and you never see them again and you never have any use for them. And then there's some uh, features in the game, I'm thinking about rabbit stew, um, that are completely irrelevant. You never have to encounter this and some people don't even know it exists. Um, so I, I don't really like that there are features like that in the game and that's what we're trying to solve here. So let's talk about the first thing that this update would change about the hunger system. Number one, there would be a visible saturation bar. Now, this could look like a whole lot of different things. I think in some mods, um, actually, saturation is represented by a sort of glowing overlay on top of your hunger bar. And I feel like that would be good. I also think just a simple little bar above your hunger bar that uh, fills up once you have... Um, contributed to the saturation. 
uh, I feel like that would be handy as well so that there's some sort of visual representation of the role of saturation so that even beginner players and even younger players can come to understand, hey, when the saturation bar is full, then I start healing faster or I, I have a lot more stamina. Um, that kind of thing would be really, really good. So I would love to see a visible saturation bar. Now, on that was the simple kind of addition that this update would bring. Now let's go into the actual food of the game. And this is where things get a little different um, because there's a lot of things that I want to change about the way food works. But for this episode, we're going to kind of keep it simple. We're going to keep it basic. We're going to start at the very beginning, start at the foundation. So let's talk about the most basic foods in the game, and I'm going to call them the ingredients. These are the most basic foods in the game. All they do are restore hunger and saturation points. They don't do anything extra. These are very accessible in the early game, and they form the foundation of the entire food system. Uh, they include all foods that come from mob drops and all foods that can be picked out of the world and do not require crafting or cooking. All of those foods are ingredients. So if, if it's dropped by a mob, whether you kill the mob or it produces it naturally, or you can pick it out of the, out of the wilderness and it's ready to eat right in your hands, those are ingredients, the most basic food sources in this update. It forms the foundation of every other food source going forward in the game. Um, so I would, the, these would include a lot of the foods that already exists in the game. Uh, I wouldn't change a whole lot about them, but there are a few things that I would change about certain foods. Uh, number one, we have the apple, the humble apple. Um, I would change this in a few ways. First of all, you would have new apple trees in Minecraft. No longer would you get apples from a oak and birch trees. That makes no sense. Let's go ahead and add the apple tree. Uh, the apples would be picked from the apple trees instead of you having to get them from decaying leaf blocks. Um, the addition of the new apple tree would bring apple wood into the game as a new wood type. Not sure what this would look like visually, but hey, a new wood type is always a good addition. Um, and then apple trees would be common in the overworld. You would be able to easily find them, um, but especially in the plains. Every plains biome would have at least a couple of apple trees in them, standing out in the wide open space. Uh, so they're easily visible and a good basic food source for those early days. Uh, number two would be the sweet berry. I would change this a little bit so that it grows in all forested biomes, not just the taiga. And it would also grow in the plains, but it would be a little less common. Um, this would also be a really, really good food source for those early days before you have your farm set up and you're still scavenging. Uh, you can qu you can quickly pick some sweet berries. Uh, mushrooms. Mushrooms would be able to be picked up and eaten immediately. You wouldn't have to wait and hold them to make stew. You could just go ahead and eat them right up off the ground. And they would be more common to find 
um, on fallen logs, which we don't have those in Java. I wish we did. You do have them in Bedrock, you Bedrock players. Um, but Java doesn't have the fallen logs. I really wish we did. But mushrooms will be able to find, be found um, growing on fallen logs or beside fallen logs or in really shady areas like near the base of some trees. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, and then we have the seeds. Now, seeds of all kinds, or of most kinds maybe, would be able to be eaten. So you punch some grass, you get some basic seeds, you're able to crunch them down immediately. Uh, you get some pumpkin seeds, you get, you're able to eat those. Maybe even uh, beetroot seeds, maybe even watermelon seeds. I don't know if that's actually you know healthy in real life, I'm not sure. Um, but you're able to eat the seeds in Minecraft because you know what? Seeds are a good food source in real life. Let's go ahead and add them to the game as a food source. If you're not going to be able to stop and actually plant them and you're on the run or you're on the move looking for a new place to, to put down a base and you don't want to farm, just go ahead and uh, just eat the seeds that you've been collecting over the course of your journey and that is a good um, a good food source. Now, one basic food source that I would remove entirely would be kelp. So dried kelp, say goodbye to it. It is no longer a food source. Um, it was cool when they added that you're able to eat it and that's all good and fine. But I mean, no one ever really does that, do they? Uh, kelp is a great thing. Kelp is a good thing for decorating, um, decorating uh, water areas. Kelp is also good for helping you make uh, bubble elevators. Uh, dried kelp blocks are a great fuel source if you're able to get an automated um, system up and running. But being able to eat dried kelp, unless you're living in an, in an underwater base, which actually is not as popular as I thought it would have should have been after the update aquatic. Um, it really isn't very convenient. So, uh, and, and, and anyway, with the oceans, we have fish everywhere that you can just kill and eat. Um, so those are the changes that I would introduce to the basic foods of the game. And that's sort of how I would design that, that first step in Minecraft food system, the very basis, the very foundation of the food system in Minecraft. That's how I feel like it should be designed, that um, these are very accessible things. They're found everywhere. They don't really do a whole lot as far as refilling your hunger and giving you a lot of saturation. They just do a basic job of keeping you alive so that you can work towards better sources. But they are really good for that early game. Uh, so next week, I will go into the next step of, the, of this update and the more advanced foods in this food update. Uh, but that'll bring us to the end of this episode. Send me your questions, your comments, and ideas. Anything that you want me to talk about about Minecraft, send them to me at digstraightdowncast at gmail.com. The music featured on this podcast was created by Miles Roxalot, and I've been your host, Rebel JC. Until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.